This is an SBS radio podcast. Settlement Guide. Information, issues and stories about living in Australia. Lunar New Year, or Spring Festival, is an entrenched part of Australian culture. Sydney's version, for example, is said to be the largest celebration of its type outside Asia. What are its origins and how is it celebrated in Australia? This year, Lunar New Year Day will be on February 1st. 2022 is the Year of the Tiger. Dr. Pan Wong is a senior lecturer in Chinese and Asian Studies at the University of New South Wales. The Spring Festival lasts for 15 days until the Lantern Festival. Dr. Wong explains the lunar calendar. Lunar New Year is the beginning of a lunar calendar year based on the cycles of the moon. It can be also called the Chinese New Year or Spring Festival. It's celebrated in China and other East Asian countries like Korea, Vietnam, Japan, and among、uh, Chinese diasporas in many other countries like Australia. And、uh, it has a history of up to 4,000 years, starting from the Xia or Shang Dynasty. Dr. Kai Zhang works with the Modern Chinese Language Program at the School of Culture, History and Language at the Australian National University. She says Lunar New Year celebrations in Australia are a great opportunity for people from all over the world to learn about Chinese, Southeastern and Eastern Asian cultures at large. It is a cultural event of long history and of very rich symbolic meaning embedded in it. It is very important for Chinese Australians and other Australians who's from Korea or other countries originally in southeastern and eastern part of Asia. People outside of the Chinese culture or the Eastern Asian culture, by celebrating Chinese New Year or Lunar New Year, can get to know more about Chinese culture, about Korean culture, about all these different groups of people originally from Eastern Asia and southeastern part of Asia. The Lantern Festival is held on the fifteenth day of the lunar year, explains Dr. Kai Zhang. It's called the Lanterns Festival because there is this tradition. Every family would make this little lantern for their children, and they would literally light up the lanterns outside their doors. And、uh, as far as we can go back to the history, as early as in Tang Dynasty, there would be this large-scale event on that day. Children would take their little lamp to go with their family to the market. Lunar New Year in Australia is celebrated in multiple ways, explains Dr. Wong. It's celebrated like through food, eating fish, dumplings, gathering with families, and、uh, also with friends. Chinese communities also held activities and workshops. You know, introducing knowledge about Chinese culture. Also, line dancing, dragon dance. And、uh, color red is considered a very lucky color. It's also a tradition for Chinese to give a red envelope to children. Dr. Iris Tang grew up in mainland China and moved to Australia 20 years ago. She says the main difference between celebrations in Australia and in mainland China is that in her homeland there is a long public holiday to coincide with Lunar New Year celebrations. Which is a time when hundreds of millions of people travel to their hometowns in China for family reunions, when there's no COVID-19 restrictions, of course. 
According to Dr. Tang, food is an important part of the Lunar New Year celebrations in Australia, as it is in China. Personally, I celebrate with my family and friends here in Canberra by preparing loads and loads of food, and we sit around table and make hundreds of dumplings. From New Year's Eve, and、uh, whenever I take time, I make more than one meal, and I store them in the freezer for later. And、uh, you can eat them whenever, you know, during the whole New Year celebration. Often lasts for about 15 days until the Lantern Festival, which falls on the 15th day of Lunar New Year. Although modern-day China uses the Gregorian calendar, the traditional Chinese calendar governs holidays such as the Chinese New Year and Lantern Festival in both China and in overseas Chinese communities. Although modern-day China uses the Gregorian calendar, the traditional Chinese calendar is also widely used both in China and among overseas Chinese, as it specifies traditional holidays such as the Lunar Chinese New Year, the Lantern Festival, and the Xinming Festival, also known as Tomb Sweeping Day. It also gives the traditional Chinese nomenclature of dates within a year, which people use for selecting auspicious days for weddings, funerals. Moving or starting a business explains Dr. Pan Wong. The Chinese traditional calendar is lunar solar. It's formed on the movement of the moon and the sun, so it takes into account both the moon's orbit around the Earth and the Earth's orbit around the sun. So, in this calendar, the start of the month is determined by the face of the moon. So,、uh, as in most lunar calendars, months are either 29 or 30 days long, and the start of the year is determined、uh, by the solar year. Variations of the traditional Chinese calendar can be found all over East Asia. Each year, Lunar New Year's Day can fall in January or in February. Says Pan Wong. This in between end of January to mid February, this range. So this year happens to be in February. So whichever month, the first lunar month is the beginning of spring, and the spring festival is held on that particular day. If you look at the difference between the lunar calendar and the the Gregorian calendar, the Gregorian calendar is a solar calendar. It's a Christian calendar. So it's based on the position of the sun, basically, in relation. To the stars. Dr. Craig Smith is a senior lecturer in translation studies (Chinese) in the Asia Institute at the University of Melbourne. He lived in Taiwan and South Korea for a few years and has some great memories of Lunar New Year celebrations in both places. Dr. Smith says in South Korea, Lunar New Year is a time to pay respect to one's ancestors. On、uh, New Year's Day, everybody wakes up and、um, sets out a meal for deceased ancestors. And remember them, and、uh, offer them drinks. And of course, today new religions have mixed in with these, and old religions as well. So Buddhist families will recite the sutras on Lunar New Year as well. Dr. Smith says there are many elements of Lunar New Year celebrations that come from countries other than China. For example, this is the case with lion dancing that is traditionally displayed during Lunar New Year parades. When academics look at this lion dance tradition, they actually look back to thousands of years ago, and we've long known that a lot of traditions, religions, music, arts came into China 
from what we would now call West or Central Asian countries, especially along the famous Silk Road. And it's very likely that this tradition has some of its roots outside of China. A lot of people have connected it to Persian traditions based on linguistic and historical analyses. A Chinese zodiac year begins and ends on Lunar New Year. Each year in the repeating zodiac cycle of 12 years is represented by a zodiac animal, each with its own reputed attributes. In order, they are the rat, ox, tiger, rabbit, dragon, snake, horse, goat, monkey, rooster, dog and pig. Dr. Wong says there is a legend about the 12 Chinese zodiac signs. Start from the Jade Emperor, really, who wanted to convene a meeting. And then there are 12 animals trying to compete and they're trying to get there. And then whoever gets first will be uh, listed first. Like the first one was the rat and the second one was ox. And then other ranks are according to who actually reached the meeting. So it has to do with uh, legend. Dr. Wong says the tiger symbolizes strength and getting things under control, a needed shift for the globe as humanity grapples with the COVID-19 pandemic. Tiger represents leadership, authority and power and strength. We need to require the power and strength of tiger, especially after the pandemic. Things are still unpredictable, you know, speaking of the pandemic at this stage. We've been gone through so many waves of the pandemic in different countries. And uh, if we can get things in control, you know, like Tiger, be brave, face that, to live with the pandemic, to uh, be able to cope with that and strengthen our immunity, strengthen ourselves. This was an SBS radio podcast. For more Settlement Guide stories, visit sbs.com.au slash radio. 